Welcome to the Expert Gold Podcast, which helps entrepreneurs and business owners develop more magnetic messages on and off the internet. Now join your host, Gihan Pereira, as he helps you turn your ideas, insights and expertise into practical business boosting strategies, tactics and actions. My top 10 websites of 2009. Hello everyone, this is going to be my last podcast episode for Expert Gold for 2009. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast series and remember that if, you, if you've joined it recently, you can get all the past episodes in iTunes. They're available. They usually take about three to four to five minutes each. So they're nice bite-sized chunks for you to listen to. So my last episode is for my chance to share with you my top 10 websites of 2009. These are some of the websites that I use regularly in my business and they'll help you as well, particularly as a speaker, a trainer, a consultant, a coach, or other sort of infopreneur. Now, I've left out some of the more obvious sites like Google and Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and LinkedIn, although I do use all of them and others like them, there are plenty of other places where you can learn about them, so I don't want to clutter up this list with them. So, here's my list in no particular order, except perhaps alphabetical. Number one, BTalk Australia. Now, if your clients are in business either as owners or employees, and you want to know what's top of mind to them, listen to Phil Dobby on BTalk Australia, which you can find. You go to bnetau.com.au, so that's b-n-e-t-a-u.com.au, and search for BTalk Australia. Every day, Phil interviews an expert about something that's topical and relevant to Australian businesses. For example, things like the Do Not Call Register, Leadership Advice, Government 2.0, Cash Flow, the effects of the GFC, and so on. Now, I subscribe to the podcast so that I get the latest episodes automatically on my iPod, so I don't have to keep going back to the website. Number two is Dropbox.com. Drop, so the word drop and then box. Dropbox.com is the simplest tool that I've come across for sharing files between different computers or between your computer and, say, your iPhone. All you do is you download and install the software. It costs you nothing. And then you can drag and drop files to a Dropbox folder on your desktop. And these files then get uploaded to your Dropbox account on your internet, on the internet, automatically, and also on any other computers where you've installed Dropbox. So this is perfect if you want to access files on multiple machines or if you want to access files while traveling. For example, if you're making a conference presentation, put all those important files like your PowerPoint slides, your introduction, your handout and so on in your Dropbox folder so you can grab them easily just in case something goes wrong, like the conference organizer loses them. Number three is the first step community. Well, obviously, I have a bias in recommending my own membership site, the First Step Community, which you can find out about at firststepcommunity.info. But it is a site I visit regularly, mainly because of the First Step Vault in there, which I've built up, and it now has over 1,200 resources. So what happens is when I find something useful for my business, I often add it to the vault. So then First Step members can get it, get it as well, and this means that when I need to go back to it, I simply search the vault and find it. Number four is another one of mine. This is my blog, gihanperera.info, G-I-H-A-N-P-E-R-E-R-A.info. Now, as I said, this one's also, again, got an obvious personal bias, but do want to make the point that my blog is a resource for me, not only for my readers. You see, a blog is a place where you share your thoughts, your ideas, and your insights. Now, some of my blog entries are too short to be... Uh, good enough to be an entire newsletter article. They don't fit into a book and they're slightly off topic to my main area of expertise. So what do you do? Blog about them anyway, which means I save them there for future reference. And of course, it has the added benefit that I'm constantly producing new material, which of course is always a good thing for my online reputation. 
Number five is Google Docs. Now, I use the standard Microsoft Office tools like Word, Excel, and PowerPoint in my day-to-day -day work, but when I want to collaborate on documents or share them with others, I turn to Google Docs, which you can find at docs.google.com. For example, my friend Chris Padney and I publish the Focal Point podcast every couple of weeks, and when we choose the topic for the next episode, we simply open a new Google document for it, and over the next few weeks leading up to that episode, we each add our thoughts and ideas. There's no need to email files back and forth and worry about who's got the master file. We just update the document and install it in one central place. When we come to the podcast itself, we both have the document open, and that gives us the outline for the podcast. Right, so that's the first five. Number six is Google Reader. Now, I read lots of blogs. I do this almost every day. There are many blog readers available, but I use Google Reader, which you can find at google.com forward slash reader. It doesn't cost anything. It's easy to use. It's done from my web browser, and, you know, like everything else that's Google, it's high quality. Number seven is GoToWebinar. Now, I love webinars. I've been using them a lot this year. They're excellent for presentations, for conference calls, for facilitating meetings, even for promoting new products and services. It can take a while to get confident with the technology, even if you're an experienced speaker, but it's worth it. Now, there are many webinar services available, including some free ones. I use GoToWebinar, which is GoToWebinar.com. It's a paid service, but it's only $100 a month, which is a bargain for the amount of use that I get from it. Number eight is ScreenR, ScreenR.com. This is the easiest tool I've come across for doing high-quality screen capture videos. Now, you might be familiar with Camtasia on the PC or Snaps Pro for the Mac. Now, ScreenR, which is the word screen and then the letter R.com, is similar, except there's no software to download and install, no files to upload, and it makes it very easy to share your videos on YouTube and iPhones and Twitter. Oh, and yes, it doesn't cost anything either. And I've only discovered this recently, but I can see that I'll be using this a lot in the future, even though I do have Camtasia as well. Number nine is SlideShare.net. SlideShare.net. So SlideShare is for sharing slideshows, as the name implies. It's like YouTube for PowerPoint. So you can use it to put your PowerPoint, your Keynote, and your PDF slideshows on the Internet, and then share them publicly or privately. You can even add audio so that you can create full, high-quality presentations that you share on the Internet. This is another service that I love, and I use it a lot. I use it for a number of things, including promotions, uh, conference presentations, and even members-only presentations that I want to make available to my members, but nobody else can see. And number 10 is Thought Leaders Central. So last but not least, I'm an active member and a mentor in the Thought Leaders community. Now, the Thought Leaders online membership site has previously been open only to paying members, but now it's been thrown open to everybody. So you just visit the website and sign up. It's at thoughtleaderscentral.com. So you can also join in these conversations and collaborate and learn from leading business thinkers. All right, so those were my top 10 websites of 2009. Did you come across anything you like? I hope you found at least one or two useful things in the list. And if you're curious about any of them, please try them out. Remember, these are websites that are actively used. I'm not just recommending things to other people that I don't use myself. So you can be sure that I'm getting value from them myself. As I said, this is the last podcast episode of Expert Gold for 2009. I noticed recently that earlier this month, motivational speaker, author, and wise teacher Jim Rowan passed away. I only got to see him once when he came to Perth many years ago, and I remember him saying this, Don't wish things were easier, wish you were better.
So, as my last podcast episode of 2009, I can't think of a better piece of advice for us as we move into 2010. I wish you and your family, your friends and everyone that's close to you a safe and happy Christmas and all the best for ongoing success in 2010. You've been listening to the Expert Gold Podcast. Visit us on the web at gihanperera.com. That's G-I-H-A-N-P-E-R-E-R-A.com. You can join the podcast, listen to past issues, and leave your comments, suggestions, and ideas. We look forward to having you back soon. In the meantime, remember, great minds don't think alike.